We all love getting comments on our stuff, whether it's a post on Facebook, a photo on Instagram, or a video on YouTube. And I've received a lot of comments over the years. In fact, I've had over 60,000 comments on YouTube alone. And it is awesome seeing people comment on your work, but we all know there's more to the story than just that. So on this episode, we're gonna talk about what it's like getting thousands of comments on your work, dealing with the inevitable trolls. We'll unpack the good, bad, and the ugly. This is my love-hate relationship with YouTube comments. Welcome to the Royish Good Looks Podcast, episode number nine. My name is Roy, and thank you for joining me. I've been saying my goal with this show is to help inspire other creators and to try and pass on what I've learned, the things that have worked for me, the things that haven't worked for me. And I have to say, even through just the handful of episodes we've made so far, I'm learning a lot about myself. It's actually been kind of a therapeutic process to reflect on all of these stories, where I've come from versus where I am now. And of course, I think I've still got a lot of work left to do, but I have already come so far. So if you're listening and you're feeling like, man, I got to do better, I got to up my game, or you're comparing where you are with somebody else, well, that's kind of the catch. There's always going to be more work to do, another level to unlock. Even if you're looking up to someone else, they're doing the same thing as you, setting their sights on the future. There's always going to be that next step. But don't forget to stop and reflect on how far you've come, the progress that you've made. That's really what the show is all about. Telling these stories, I'm not here to brag. I'm not here to yell at you. I'm just trying to appreciate the process of being a creator. It's not something that happens overnight. It's a commitment and something you kind of have to work towards. So doing the show, so far it's been helpful to me and I hope it's been helpful for you too. And if it has, let me know in the comments or leave a review wherever you're listening. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you want to help support what I'm doing here through the show or my music, consider joining my Patreon at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. Thank you if you're already a patron and whether or not you sign up or comment below. Thank you for listening today. I appreciate it. And let's get on with the show. So what's the deal with YouTube comments? This is going to be hard to sum up in one simple statement. That's why we're doing a whole episode on it. But to kick things off, to me, at the core, YouTube comments are like fuel. I've said it on the show before. One of the biggest things that stinks about being a creator is whenever you feel like you're shouting into a void. When you post something and you don't get any feedback, no comments, no shares, maybe you don't even get a like, and that sucks. When your intention is to get a message out there and connect with other people, to not get any kind of feedback is just the worst. And to me, that's like running out of fuel. 
So for that very reason, I'll comment on other channels' videos every now and then. If someone's making an awesome video, I'll tell them. It's so easy to jump in the comments and say, this video was awesome. I loved XYZ thing about it and leave that positive feedback. Obviously, you don't want to lie or be disingenuous with your comments, but if you can find a way to lift up another creator, why wouldn't you? One of my best buds, Brendan, who is a musician and a creator himself, was telling me the other day when he sees his friends post about their art or their business, you know, something they're trying to build or promote, He always tries to leave a comment, even if there isn't already a conversation going, he'll chime in and say, hey, this is cool, great work. And his thought process is maybe leaving that one comment will inspire someone else to leave a comment too, and the cycle will continue. Plus, it's just a nice thing to do. I think that mantra is awesome, and we should all pay it forward like that. It's so simple. It doesn't cost a thing, and it's going to help fuel someone's dreams. The rest of this episode, it's going to have a few different angles between positivity and negativity, and is going to get a little bit more specific to my own personal experience. But on a whole, if you take anything away from this episode, I think this is the most important thing that we should use comments to support our friends, and be kind to creators. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're probably already a kind person, but I think it's easy to forget how personal it is for creators to share their work and put themselves out there and how much of a role that getting feedback actually plays. So you, as a fan or a subscriber or even just a friend in someone's feed, You've got a lot of power and influence on creators just by choosing to leave a comment or not. So let's get down to specifics and talk about my thoughts on my main YouTube channel, Royish Good Looks. So for those that don't know, YouTube has an awesome app called Creator Studio. And if you have a channel, you can log in And it shows you all of the stats for your channel and for your videos. And it has a handy little tab for all of the comments. You can see every comment on your channel or videos just back to back in a feed. I usually check the comments about once a day or every other day. Every now and then, I'll go a few days in between checking. It just kind of depends on how busy I've been. But I do try to read through all of the comments. So even if it has been a few days, I'll scroll back through to the last time I checked and I know where I left off because I thumbs up all of the comments. So I get a little blue thumbs up on each comment, unless it's a mean one, and then I'll thumbs down it. Either way, I get to see wherever I left off where the blue thumbs start and stop. Although I don't always see replies to comments, like threaded comments. And this actually kind of stinks. The creator app doesn't do as good of a job of cataloging or notifying you of replies on threads versus just new comments in general. So if I reply to you and then you write back, I probably won't see it through the creator app. 
I might see it if I'm logged in on the website on a computer, but I'm not always logged in there. But either way, I'm checking a lot of the comments because I want to see what people are saying. Now, obviously, this podcast is on Royish Good Looks 2, not the main Royish Good Looks channel. And I have a few different YouTube channels to begin with. But I have to say that I'm most excited to see new comments on this podcast more than anything else. And I'm not just saying that, so you'll leave a comment down below, even though that would be awesome. It's more about the latest thing that you've posted is obviously going to be the thing you're most excited about. That's the thing you're putting all your energy into. And with this podcast, it's a totally new format for me. So I got to see if it's working, you know? Of course, I love seeing comments on older videos too. Like if someone just found Hello from the Dark Side for the first time, or they're revisiting it because it was stuck in their head. It's always nice to see comments rolling in in general. But at this very moment, I'm thinking about is what I'm doing now resonating with people? You know, my last song, my last podcast, even my last tweet or Facebook post is whatever I'm posting hitting the mark with people. And I don't know unless I check the comments. So I guess we can dive into the actual comment section now. There are a lot of different types of comments I get and a lot of different type of people that make comments too. Number one, there are the true supporters, the people that love everything that you do. They say things like, yay, a new video. This is your best song yet. They're stoked that there's more stuff from their favorite creator and they're very encouraging. Everything is kumbaya. Obviously, these are my favorite types of comments, the positive ones, right? These are like rocket fuel. It makes it all worth doing for that one person to say that they like your thing. It's awesome. I appreciate it. And I will keep up the good work. Then number two, there are the fans that like what you do, but they also want to give you advice or the this is how it should have ended type of comment. They'll say something nice, but then add things like, you should have said this lyric instead of that lyric. or this song is okay, but it's not as good as your other songs. Or, you misspelled Wookie. There's two E's. Well, thank you for the comment. I know these comments mean well, but it's usually just kind of odd to read them. It's a compliment and also a complaint, or I guess more like a suggestion. But since the video is already out, there's nothing I can do. So it is what it is. That's the work of art that I made. And I get a lot of these. It's kind of like fan fiction for YouTube, I guess. Maybe not so much in regards to spelling errors, but the creative suggestions. Someone wanting to change the lyrics to your song. I get why people think of it, but as the creator, it's just weird to read those comments. And I guess I would include comments that request songs in this category too, like make a song about Ahsoka Tano or where's the Hello There song. It's really cool to see that people want to hear more songs and that they're giving you ideas. It's obviously a compliment and I do keep track of pretty much every song request that comes in, but 
I mentioned it in the How I Write Star Wars Songs episode. I'm only going to write a song if it makes sense to me. So I know it seems like a great idea. Do this song, Roy. But if you like what I do, then just let me do what I do. Like, do people ask Ed Sheeran or Justin Bieber to write songs about specific things? And I don't want to sound like I'm complaining here. When you get these comments on a regular basis, it can just kind of wear on you. Of course, I appreciate them. It's just that added pressure of, okay, here's what the audience wants. And I want to consider that, but I also just want to do what I want to do. Then number three, there's a lot of neutral parties. These are people that don't really comment on the work itself, not on the video or not on the song. They just say things like, first, whenever they're the first person to comment on a video, or who's watching in 2021 when it's an older video from a couple of years ago, or I bet no one will like my comment. They're just totally random comments, but lots of people do it. Then number four, there are what I like to call the comedian commenters. Like you might suspect, these are people that just like telling jokes in the comments. Greedo is green. Banthas are brown. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. I'm not even kidding. People will literally post silly things like that, or there might be several accounts whose usernames are characters from the movies, and they'll almost role play with each other in the comments. Again, they're not talking about the video itself. They're just people there to have fun, the comedians. And finally, number five is, of course, the haters. They don't need much of an introduction. I think we can all imagine what a hater is, but they can come in a few different shapes and sizes too. In general, they leave comments that are only negative. They aren't funny. They don't make you feel good. They aren't there to support you. They just want to be a hater. The funny thing is, YouTube doesn't care if the comment is a super fan or a hater. They'll just see people commenting on your video, and that engagement is actually a good thing. Even if you only have negative comments, it's not going to be fun to read, but at least your video is probably growing. I feel like the Rebecca Black Friday video is a perfect example of that. Not the most positive of feedback on your art, but the video was a huge success. Now, out of all of these types of comments, my YouTube analytics say I have roughly 60,000 comments added in total, but I actually went through all of my videos and added up the comment totals myself, and the real total is closer to 88,000. If I had to guess, there must be a difference in how YouTube counts regular comments versus replies to comments, like the actual thread. So out of 88,000 total comments, 60,000 are just regular comments added, and I would guess 28,000 are replies. So there's about a one in three chance that someone will reply to your comment, and it might actually be me. Since I respond to a lot of comments, I have to assume that all 28,000 of those replies aren't me. I wish I could tell you 
what the actual statistic is, it's probably a pretty high number. I have no idea how to figure that out. But either way, this brings us to the next step of the puzzle. When I'm scrolling through the comments, it's easy to read them all, but I can't realistically respond to them all. And that's not really my goal anyway. But of course, I do respond to a lot of them. So how do I decide what comments to respond to? I suppose I sort of weigh every comment to see like what kind of person it is and whatever message they're actually conveying to me, whether or not that comment resonates with me, whether or not it catches my attention. You know, if not, I'm obviously not going to respond to it. In general, I read every comment as if the person was standing right in front of me. It's not this random comment. It's not like gossip behind my back. It's a public post and it's literally posted as part of the thing that I made. It's on display with the video itself, with the song itself. So I take them pretty seriously. In a way, it's kind of like a review for my business. So my response will obviously depend on what kind of comment it is. When someone says something really nice about a song, I always try to at least write thank you, just like you'd say thank you in person, right? It's no different than if you were just out and about and someone gave you a compliment, you say thanks. If someone shares a personal story or something a little bit more in depth that seems genuine, then again, I'll write back and I might keep it short, but the more something resonates with me, the easier it is to have a regular exchange, almost like a conversation of sorts. Again, it just seems polite. You took the time to share those thoughts and I appreciate it. So I'll say thank you again and probably a little bit more than that. And I enjoy that kind of getting to know the people that are watching your stuff, the people that like your stuff. That's really the best part about the comment section. Even though it's my video and I'm the creator or the artist or whatever, I'm not some sort of famous celebrity that's too busy to, you know, acknowledge the people that are actually supporting them. Those people in the comments they're making are literally keeping the train moving. That's the fuel, you know? And if I don't have the time or the energy to write back at that moment, but someone said something nice, I'll at least love the comment. I think YouTube sends you a notification if a channel loves your comment. That way, they at least know that I saw it. I appreciate it. Like I said, I can't write everyone back, but I try to. So if I love your comment, but I don't leave a response, you know, you can at least be assured that it brightened my day. And I would assume that's probably the same for a lot of creators. Now, I suppose I respond to a fair amount of haters too. Not all of them, but some. It's the same reasoning. It's just the opposite side of the coin. The negativity can hit a nerve just as much as a really nice comment does, sometimes even more. It's easy to get upset, you know? And that emotional response, it can often overshadow the nice comments, as stupid as that is. Like in the time I spend huffing and puffing about a mean comment, I could probably reply to five other nice comments. And now that I'm thinking about it, that's probably an awesome way to channel that negative energy. 
I'm going to try that from now on. I'm also trying to get better at just not emotionally responding to negative comments in general. Like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right sort of thing. This song sucks. Well, your comment sucks. <laughs> That's the gut reaction. And I would never respond like that to begin with. But when the emotions are high, you shouldn't be responding at all, really. Lately, I feel like I've been a little bit more blunt or sarcastic, like, thanks for watching. You're welcome to write your own song. It's just hard to not respond when someone basically attacks your art. Like I said, I take it personally, and it obviously depends on what the comment is or what the context is. But if it's something that I feel like I have to defend or set the record straight, then I'll definitely write a hater back. One of the biggest complaints I get is about my We Didn't Start the Fire parody. The original song is in chronological order, but my parody isn't. And this is something I knew from the very start when I was writing it. I intentionally wrote the parody to match the syllable sounds as much as possible with the original, which is what I think makes for a really great parody. It has to sound like the original. Doing that, making it sound like the original, and also keeping it in the order of appearance, like prequel trilogy, original trilogy, sequels, it would have been a nightmare to try and match the rhyme scheme and keep everything in order. Writing that parody was already really difficult to begin with. You might think it's easy to just name a bunch of stuff in Star Wars, but I promise you, it's a lot more work than it sounds like. There's a lot of people that don't realize this, and they seem to get bent out of shape over the song not being in chronological order. And they let me know that they don't like the song and that I screwed it up and the Billy Joel police are coming for me. And that drives me nuts. And I feel like I have to explain why I wrote it the way I did which is stupid, and I should just let it go. But hopefully you can understand why it's so irritating to get comments like that over and over again. Like, you messed up this thing. Well, no, I had a plan. You just didn't like how I did it. I guess this is how Ryan Johnson feels after all the Last Jedi backlash, and it sucks. But aside from defending myself, other times, yeah, you read a negative comment and you're like, what is this person thinking? There's too much to deal with here. They're obviously having a bad day or, you know, there's just too much drama involved with this and you just ignore it. Even if it's something you disagree with or it ticks you off, you don't want to feed the trolls, as they say. But I'd be lying if I said they aren't really tough to ignore especially when you think, well, I can explain this. And I guess that's the trick with comments. It's easy to take them personally, but you, as the artist, or you know me in this case, I give the comment value. And the thing is, I don't have to respond to anyone. I mean, I don't have to read the comments at all. I do want to know what people are saying, though. So it's kind of like Schrodinger's cat or Pandora's box or something, as soon as you log in and check, you know, it's not all going to be high praise. There will 
inevitably be some comments that you would have rather not seen. So you either have to straight up ignore them or just not put too much stock in them, take them with a grain of salt and say, hey, I'm making this stuff regardless of what people think. You can't please everyone. You can't work 24-7. And you've got to give yourself that room to breathe and not take it too seriously. Because I can't stop people from having their own opinions. That's just what comes with the territory of posting on YouTube and allowing comments. You can turn the comment section off if you want, even though I would never do that. But that's sort of where the problem is. The platform where they're voicing their opinion is directly connected with the original artwork. Last episode, I talked about my first YouTube channel, and I found articles and Reddit posts that were about the videos I was making, and some of the comments were bummer comments, but they weren't on the video itself. They weren't like pushed right in front of my face. So in that case, it was a little less intrusive to me personally. I didn't even see them right away. So it's not quite as awkward as comments right on the video. Regardless, it does get easier the more that time goes on. At the end of the day, you just have to zoom out and remember why you're making the things you're making. You're not doing it to please those haters. You're doing it for you. And you're doing it for the people that truly appreciate you and your art. And that's all that matters. And maybe one day you'll inspire somebody else because you were brave enough to weather the storm of the YouTube comment section and the world will be all the better for it. So with all that, leave me a comment and some positive feedback if you're watching on YouTube. Leave a review if you're listening on any podcast platforms. And if you've been enjoying the show and you really want to help out and show your support, join my Patreon page at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks or check the link in the description. Patrons get all sorts of awesome perks every month like Q&A, Ask Me Anything threads, that I'll answer here on the show or over on Patreon. New song downloads as they're released, plus bonus tracks every month. This month's bonus track is Galaxy Far, Far Away, the acoustic version. I will review your art, your music, your YouTube channel, or whatever you make and give you my personal one-on-one -on -one feedback. And you can even get your name in the credits of new podcasts and new videos on YouTube. If any of that sounds good to you, sign up at patreon.com slash royishgoodlooks. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even TikTok at royishgoodlooks. Join our private Facebook group called Royish Good Looks. And of course, share the podcast with your friends, post it in your feeds, and tag me. Either way, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.